0: Hello everyone and welcome to TBO. Today's episode is for love and thunder. Is that good? You happy with that?
1: Well as an intro? Yeah. It's better but you know could be still a bit more optimistic you know? Why? Why you just could be optimistic you know you're in a podcast with me and our viewers and listeners. Oh then I should be even more depressed.
0: (sighs) Anyway four. Yes. Four four films now.
1: Yes the first Avenger to get four films. Yeah technically
0: if you count Endgame, Iron Man got four.
1: <laughs> I don't include Endgame, no.
0: I do. It's my headcanon. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, so Infinity Thor... War was Thanos' movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thor has had a very mixed reception. And on the internet, yes. I seem to just see everyone complaining about how this is the worst film they've ever seen.
0: Yep. CGI is bad. Characters bad. Everything's bad. Taika Waititi's bad.
1: Yes. However.
0: Chris Hemsworth is bad. I enjoyed oh, it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't understand what everyone's saying is the worst film ever. I actually really enjoyed this film.
0: I don't think it's as good as Ragnarok, but I didn't hate it at all. I thought it was quite fun. I think people were just taking the clips out of context and then just going, oh yeah, this is bad. Which, yeah, it's not the best looking movie in the world. Like, no, let's get no. that out of the way. It's, it's... But there are some really nice moments and really nice shots in this movie. But then there yeah. were also some god-awful ones.
1: I mean, I think the worst bit was the Groot bit. <laughs> mm. For me, I noticed that more than anything else. I was like, that
0: Groot is awful. Oh, full spoilers ahead, by the way.
1: Yeah, full spoilers. Groot's in this film. What a surprise. I
0: do not think Groot was too bad. He got sap on that device. It was fine.
1: There was only one shot I, that I particularly noticed, but I was like, that is awful. Is it
0: the shot where he laughs?
1: I, I don't remember which bit it was, but I just remember seeing yeah. it.
0: Fair enough. But yeah, uh, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about the budget, the the controversy? Oh, where do the, we start?
1: <laughs> well, we we'll talk about CGI. Let's go about the visuals and looks.
0: Uh So what do you think about Taika Waititi doing a interview thing with Tessa Thompson and basically bashing the CGI and the like um, visuals and everything to his own movie before? whilst the movie's out, and people are already complaining about the visuals.
1: (laughs) Yes, to be honest, I don't think the visuals are anything to do with the director. I don't think it's anything to do with their fault. I think it's... Well,
0: Marvel pre-does all their visual effects ages before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's Marvel. It's uh, it's Marvel's fault. uh, Higher up. Because recently in TFE, we recently discovered Marvel has a huge VFX problem right now. Due to just how many properties they haven't released a year.
0: Well I think oh, where was it I think uh the the total time like total run time for phase 1 phase 2 and phase 3 is almost as long like combined or it's like slightly longer than the current phase 4 time like all of the stuff released in phase 4 at the moment
1: yeah which is ridiculous like that should not be the case
0: but yeah um so the graph the VFX artists are very um uh, stretched and things like that, so...
1: Yeah, so I think, knowing that, going into this film, I was a lot more lenient, and I was a lot more forgiving to the sort of the bad effects, because I know just the sort of horrible working hours that are going behind this.
0: Yeah. That doesn't excuse them. Like, you gotta kind of understand that, yeah, the visual effects are struggling, but that's not the VFX artist's fault, it's the studio. So, okay, here, here it is. Phase 1, 6 films, 12.4 hours phase 2 six films 12.7 hours phase 3 11 films 24.9 hours phase 4 so far six films seven shows 49.5 hours that that's ridiculous that's that's a lot of hours
1: <laughs> that's too many that is the reason why the vfx for our films are getting worse
0: hmm <laughs> quite impressive uh and people are questioning how the fuck does this movie cost 250 million dollars for a budget um because Chris Hemsworth is expensive.
1: Yes, but Portman's film.
0: probably expensive. Christian Bale's probably expensive. Taiko Waititi's probably expensive. Doing all the VFX, even though they're meant to be cheap, still expensive.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of VFX in this film. There they might a not significant be good, but there's
0: still man hours put behind that, so yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I think this film has probably more VFX than a lot of other Marvel films.
0: Yeah, even even if they aren't top-notch perfect. It's also during a pandemic and people are working from home. Um,
1: I feel like 95% at- of the backgrounds are BFX and just green screen. Well, this was still.
0: filmed in front of the volume. The volume? So the thing that the, ma- the Mandalorian thing. Ah, right. That big TV. A lot of it's filmed in front of that. Um, so, But also it's not, uh, I think the creator of the volume, the person who like the VFX person behind it who, like, the visual director uh, for The Mandalorian and both the Batman, because the Batman used it as well, Um, he didn't work on this, so he's, like, one of the only people who really knows how to perfectly crack how to make stuff look good in it yet, and it's just a learning curve for a lot of people on that device because the backgrounds look kind of flat at times, but when you look at The Batman or The Mandalorian where they actually know what they're doing with it, then you can, you can see the stark difference. But like it's a learning curve for people, I guess. That's not to excuse it. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, I, I would say you, you can forgive the film creators and the VFX artists, but don't forgive Marvel. That's no. the way I look at it. Yeah.
0: Although Taika Waititi coming out and bashing, it's kind of a. I find Damn. it kind of funny
1: to be honest with you. At least to tell the truth.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you could. T- I don't know. He's. I find him cool. He seems fun. Um. I think people, for some odd reason though, this mo- I think is the one that broke the camel's back because I think. The hype around this movie and then people's like the mask moment in the trailer and everything and yeah. like just some of the visuals and people are like right yeah no this has broken me i i don't want to keep going which is a shame because i quite like this movie um it's basically i think it's got dumb moments like i'm not gonna lie there are some really yes. dumb moments in this movie well
1: before we before we move on to other
0: child armies anyone <laughs>
1: I actually really enjoyed that moment. It's <laughs> so stupid, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, before we get on to other moments, I just want to more summarize the sort of visuals and styles. A lot of people were criticizing Thor's outfit in this. They didn't like the black and or the blue and gold.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that outfit choice, but I thought one of them looked good. But I think it's the one with the fucking frilly like face mask thing. That's the one that I don't like.
1: Yeah, because there's
0: there's different ones, there's different outfits. There's like three or four different outfits in this movie. I think Jane Foster looks badass, except for maybe the helmet, but that's that's a CGI thing as
1: well. Yeah, they didn't make a helmet. We have discussed recently on TFB. We don't understand the point of having CGI helmets.
0: I know why. Well, like for um, Endgame, where all the suits are CGIs, because the problem is they don't have they they're doing such a quick turnaround that they don't have time to finalize stuff. Yeah, so it's all done on the fly. So that's why the suits in Endgame were all um, CGI, was because they hadn't built the suits, because making stuff practically takes time, whereas making stuff on a computer takes less time, but also, if not done right, looks bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, also apparently uh, the VFX teams aren't unionized, and which is why a lot of this is happening, because like, it's cheaper labor, and they can't really do anything about it because they can't fight for their rights. Yeah. So.
1: I also thought Gorr... Unionized Gore, people. Gore looked great.
0: Yeah, I like Christian Bale. I don't think he was that scary. And I, it's a shame that we don't actually see him kill anyone, except for the first god.
1: Yeah, I I think because this film...
0: That was my main issue. It was like, it's just kind of show... It, like, show the aftermath, but don't show the actual <laughs> fights.
1: Yeah, which I think is a bit unfortunate, but at the same time, there's only so much you can do with a two-hour runtime. I don't really feel like... This film slogged in places for me.
0: No, but I, fe- I just find that the only I issue think it was just I had with sure.
1: him- you need you need more all that time at the beginning, just showing Gore going around killing things.
0: Oh yeah, you could have cut a lot of like Asgard stuff. Like I reckon you could have cut the whole kid plot line, but the the fun fact with that is it's the kids of the actors, so
1: Oh, is it actually?
0: Yeah, Chris uh the the little girl who's Christian Bale's daughter in the movie, uh is Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Oh really? Yeah. And is that, that Gore's daughter or Gaw's daughter? Oh, cool. That's um, actually kind of a cool thing. And Christian Bale's kids are in it. Uh, Natalie Portman's kids are in it. Tessa Thompson, uh, Taika kids are in it. The uh, shadow monsters were drawn by the kids and then given to the Marvel VFX team to draw up. So which... that, that's
1: quite a heart, that's quite a heartwarming. Yeah,
0: that, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. A lot of people seem to hate it. <laughs> It's very divisive. It's like six. I did have because I, I, I know someone who's like not a like big mainline Marvel person and um he watched it and basically his takeaway was like he, he came into me like really excited and then when. Yeah, I think it was just that it wasn't as good as Ragnarok and I think that was the issue. <laughs> I just don't like he enjoyed it. He had fun with it, but I just don't think it lived up to the hype of
1: Ragnarok, which is a shame. So um, here's an interesting thing from my point of view. When the first time I watched Ragnarok, I didn't like it that much when it came out of the cinema. Really? So I have I pretty much had the exact polar opposite for these two films. Hmm. The way everyone's feeling now for this one is sort of how I felt when Ragnarok came out. Yeah. And the way <laughs> I'm feeling now was when how everyone felt when Ragnarok came out.
0: <laughs> See, I like both. I just think Ragnarok's slightly better in terms of like pacing.
1: <laughs> yeah. That... So I think for me. The two main issues I I, I found... think the
0: tone also clashes a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's got well... a
0: very serious topic line. And then it's just kinda like oh yeah.
1: Jokes. The two main issue I, I had was not enough gore and th- <laughs> Both Thor... literally and the character? The the way Thor is portrayed. Right. Because I think bit a bit dumb. I think he he's t- way too goofy for this the storyline. I I'm actually fine with Natalie Portman being a bit more goofy because yeah. that in Assassin's Awaya that's her Dealing well, with her traumatic. Co-
0: yeah, it's her coping mechanism.
1: And yeah, I think four, Valkyrie. Four to be of... honest, I think Valkyrie's pretty much the same as the last film. I don't really see much difference.
0: Yeah, no, Valkyrie's basically. She's still badass though. They're all badass. Like Valkyrie and um, full uh, Mighty Four are badass.
1: Yeah, like but Game I would Thor. love to see Gore like a lot more. Sorry, not Gore. Thor a lot more serious. That's not going to get confusing. Gore and Thor. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing him be a bit more serious. As a fact. He has lost everyone. Yeah, well, at the that's end what I was of uh, Endgame, like he is a broken man.
0: Yes. Well, he should. Yeah, he should be on the same level of the same level of contempt as Gore. Yeah. And somehow he he is the like that's why I think they went through this storyline. It's like they're in the same position. They've both lost everything, and Thor's about to lose the thing that he loves with Jane Foster. Um, I think Gore. I think I don't think uh, fucking. Uh, fuck, what's the character's name? Gore. Uh, Cork. 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 Yeah, should have lived.
1: Maybe not, that would have actually hit a lot more harder, but it's because, because he's it was narrating, just, it you was know just... he's living.
0: Yeah, but I think you could still have narration at the beginning, because you have the character moment where he's actually narrating, and he's still alive at that point where you get the flashback. So, just having him die afterwards, you just don't need the end narration. Which... But yeah, that was the thing, I was just like, ah, oh, he dies. The Necro Sword was cool, but Wish it was more, I'm guessing legal reasons they couldn't tie it into Venom because technically the real Necro Sword is a Venom symbiote, like by the head symbiote god thing or whatever is it really? is. Yeah, that's why people were really excited because they were like, oh, Venom might have a tie to four. It's like, no, because these are two separate studios.
1: Yeah, I did not see that happening.
0: um But yeah, uh I think they did the cancer stuff really well, which is a yes thing to say.
1: I think they, they did that extremely well. and i know they did jokey moments but i'm very glad they really toned it down during those scenes yeah if compare it to like other marvel films where they do joke at those things
0: well i think they deal with cancer very well because in guardians of the galaxy uh star lord's mom's dying of yeah cancer, and they do that very like serious i think i think they just deal with cancer very seriously whereas just normal death where you get stabbed by a god nah that's funny yeah, yeah, that's a, that's well, a real compare thing it to um,
1: Black Widow, where Yelena is talking about how they removed her insides, and she's just, oh, she's just, yeah, t- yeah. just joking about it, and I was like, no, that's like a, an awful thing you could not be joking about.
0: Yeah, oh, what they um, remove her with the uterus. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that they can't have babies. I actually think Marvel has- Well, that might be a thing that happens in America. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think they did See, that very we can well. They
0: joke about horrible things.
1: I don't know about you, but for me, the emotional beats actually hit this time, compared to other Marvel yeah, films.
0: Yeah, I, I, I felt the emotions. Yeah. Not as much as certain of um, endgame moments, but still moments. I was I was sad when Jane Foster died, because I was like, oh, I was thinking Thor would die and she would take over, but I don't think that would ever happen.
1: Cause... Well, I was kind of hoping Gore was going to save her. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh, it's no, it was... Nah, it
0: was Because I know be... in
1: the comics, she does actually get saved.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that she would be because that was what I was thinking. I was thinking that four would beat Gore to it and then wish for her cancer to be gone. But I I, I think once I realized Gore was going to be in there and got there first, then it was going to be his daughter back, not Jane Foster, because it's only the first. Because I think people miss missed the line where it was um the first person to get there.
1: Yeah, but I think it's also the first mortal. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was the line. I'm not sure.
0: But also, I think there's a weird thing, because you need to get the Bifrost to get there. Yeah. So did that mean Heimdall could just casually go there every now and again? he's not mortal. Yeah, I know. But he could still, like, casually just pop in there, say hi, have, like, snacks and things with Eternity.
1: (laughs) He probably has. He probably has done that.
0: (laughs) Because it was always just... Because it was the Bifrost sword attached to the Bifrost bridge. But there was no... Like, the only weapon capable of summoning the Bifrost is that weapon. And maybe, um... Zeus's lightning bolt?
1: No, that can't summon the biothorst.
0: Oh, when I first um watched it, and I was like, how did Natalie Portman get to where Gore and um, four were? Yeah. Like, at the- pi- I missed the her being on the horse.
1: Right, yeah, you're just confused, like, I, why is she I, here?
0: I, yeah, how did she get here? Because I was like, oh, it's in the middle of the universe, you would have had to fly, and then I missed the god horse, and I was just like, ah, okay, I saw it the second time around, yeah, that makes sense. But I was just like, ah, oh, that makes way more sense how she got there. Because I thought she just flew. And I was like, because j- all 4 does is teleport, basically, using the lightning bolt.
1: Uh, what's the teleport? Is- he, he literally does fly there. Does he? I thought he
0: teleports. No, he like, flies it. Booms he,
1: he, he goes up. He actually flies it with the lightning
0: bolt. Yeah, uh, maybe. I thought he teleported. I'd have to watch that scene again again.
1: No, yeah, because it's only the technically Bifrost allows you to teleport. He actually flew there with the lightning bolt, but it, we'll it covers as fast Bifrost, as lightning.
0: Maybe. That would make sense. Yeah. Did you like Zeus?
1: Um, not really.
0: <laughs> because he's a dick or because you didn't like Russell Croft? <laughs> I
1: think he's just too jokey.
0: Yeah, but he's a dick. He's I'm fine with jokes.
1: that. I'm absolutely fine with that, but I, I really want would have preferred Zeus to be like deadly serious.
0: He was. He was just jokey serious.
1: Uh, maybe, but... I think it could I'll have been like done it. a bit better.
0: I still don't know why I I like the fact that like we're in a stage where people are like happy to laugh at like or like swoon over a man's body in a movie, but you do the same to a woman and it's just like no. <laughs> I'm just like okay, some double standards here, but I understand the reasonings why and I wouldn't put it past you. Like Chris Hemsworth is a very attractive man, and yes, his penis is probably massive, and that's why those women fainted. But yeah, <laughs> and the men, like
1: gender. That is true. And I know we saw it in the trailer, but I do actually enjoy, like, just uh, Jane Foster just eating grapes or sowing.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I liked that sequence mainly because it was like, oh, there's uh, Eternals, not Eternals, Celestials, mm. Out just outside the building, just looking in. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
1: well, but technically, yeah, uh, they are like gods, aren't they? So, also, well, I think we see the
0: Panther God for Black Panther, like, is sitting we- in front.
1: Maybe, you yeah, probably think- do, yeah.
0: Sitting in front of like four, there's like a woman with like a panther headdress or something on, and so
1: you also see the god of dumplings.
0: Yeah, bow. Yeah. Also, the god of um whatever corks races. Whatever oh, yeah. corks. About cork. Did
1: you like the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson joke?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I liked it.
0: <laughs> I didn't get it the first time. Because I just... I wasn't paying attention.
1: You're <laughs> right. The like, guy's got Dwayne. Whoa, what a strange name.
0: Yeah. Daryl's back, though. Daryl. Daryl. Was he? From the one-shots. Yeah. He's in the t- council meetings.
1: How oh, is he? I didn't see him, though.
0: Yeah. He's like a tour guide manager or something.
1: All oh, right. So, Team Daryl.
0: <laughs> fight for Team Daryl. Um, but, yeah. So, basically, uh, we'll probably get... Let's do some plot stuff. Because, why not? We've talked randomly about things. But, let's do some plot stuff. So, basically, Gore's daughter dies... He meets th- the sword, talks to him. He finds the god that he worships after all of his followers are dead, like all the god's followers are dead except for Gore. That scene was weird because that, that dude was a massive cunt, which I liked.
1: Uh, yeah, that scene was great. I loved how Gore was just like getting like evil at the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, the sword is a possessive thing, so it like imp- uh, parasites, so it basically corrupts the person, which again is another. Thing similar to Scarlet Witch is an another item corrupting people. So maybe we're just in a world with corruptible items. Yeah. Uh, and then what's his face kills the god and promises. I've I missed the first time that he was talking about eternity. Like when when the sword is like possessing him the first time. Like it tra- it tells him to go to eternity. It tells him about the Bifrost. It tells him. Oh, does he? Yeah. It like in I his eyes that. and stuff. Yeah, it flashes all in front of him. Like it tells him, find eternity, find the bifrost. So, no, some of the bifrost. Find eternity, kill all gods, basically. Mm. And so that I was like, why does why is he trying to get the fucking the hammer or like stuff until Jane Foster finds out or like why wh- what are they talking about? How does he know where eternity is and stuff like that? But yeah, it's it, it was it was um, flashed up at the beginning, like what what his goal is basically. So that cleared that up. Uh, Then we cut back to four with the guardians. Yeah, which I'm glad they were in it for a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, I would have been annoyed if it actually was a lot longer. Although I wouldn't have mind them if they came at the end to fight Gore. Maybe if it wasn't them, it said the kid army.
0: Yeah, it would have made sense though because it's like, oh, we're we're dealing with the aftermath of this. This that was my thing. It was just like we don't see any Gore kill anyone except that one god at the beginning.
1: Like, yeah, it's like, annoying.
0: I would have, cause like I would have loved to see the fight between him and that giant monster where Lady Sif is. Like you could have had a whole action scene with Lady Sif on that side being in the battle. And what's it? Rather than having another shitty play with Matt Damon, Chris Hemsworth, brother, uh, Sam Neill, and Melissa McCarthy as Hella. Like you could have cut that out and had an actual fight sequence with Gore killing some gods. Yeah,
1: basically. I think when I know you... they said
0: that God is like neutral. Mm. But even then, I'm like, well, still show us having it killed. Like, When, when you um,
1: cut to that theme of Lady Sith, I would like to see that full fight. So that exact moment when you see that message of distress, just pan yeah. out into it. Yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. And then just show that aftermath there, because that, that would have been a cool transition as well.
0: Yeah. Also, missed opportunity for the end credit spoiler where Lady uh, Jane Foster turns up and meets Heimdall should have had Lady Sith's severed arm. Wait, end, end credit? Yeah, end credits.
1: Oh, right at the end.
0: There's two. Oh, I didn't didn't see the second one. There's Hercules, and then there's the Jane Foster one.
1: Oh, I didn't see the Jane Foster one.
0: So there's the yeah, okay. So basically, it's just Jane Foster turns up at um at Valhalla with Heimdall, and Heimdall greets her and welcomes her to Valhalla because she died in battle, basically. Yeah. And they had a perfect opportunity to have Lady Sif's severed arm on the floor. But I don't think they took it because they make the joke about her arm maybe turning up in Valhalla because it died in battle. They yeah, I imagine that's the fine. joke.
1: Because I, it's obvious she's in Valhalla anyway. Yeah, Actually, she got dusted, so it was obvious.
0: But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, just you could have had the joke. Yeah, that would
1: have been funny. That would have been good. It would have been a
0: nice that. little reference to a joke that they set up earlier. Like, oh, Lady Sif, there's just an arm. Why is there an arm? Oh, it's Lady Sif. Like that would have just made the connection between people. It'd just been a nice little thing. I don't know. I have watched it twice, but I didn't see the end credits the second time around because I didn't need to. So I haven't gone back and watched it, but I will go and watch it again at some stage, and I will try and confirm whether or not there is an arm. But I doubt it.
1: I doubt it too. But that would have been very funny if that was. That would I have made the message
0: quite Atiti And Tell him to digitally add it in afterwards.
1: Yeah, he probably could. <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh, and then, yeah, so f- what do you think of the first fight sequence with four? where he just basically solos an entire army of weird chicken people? <laughs> I hate them so and, much. And, and does the splits.
1: <laughs> they, they, that, that actually annoyed me. <laughs> there were a few moments that did annoy me, and I was like, why are you Thor in the splits?
0: I like that. That was funny to me. I was just like, fuck. Also, do you like Avatar people? <laughs> Avatar people. Oh, yeah the, blue. yeah, the blue people. <laughs> Everyone who is blue is just avatar people,
1: even if they're scrolls. Do you know what I would have preferred? Is for Thor to be deadly serious, just walk up to them and see. Snap they... their neck. Huh?
0: Snap their neck.
1: <laughs> well, you just see what's happening and he goes, fine, I'll sort it out. And then just demolishes the building anyway. Because he's just, he's just pissed and like, look, i saw it out your issue. Mm. You see, Moody, brooding forward, like. I fix it now. What can you do about it?
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think that's forced character. I would have been like, yeah. Well he's brooding, right?
1: He's he's pissed. He's lost everyone. Well he's not
0: brooding. He's just kind of emotionally distant. Not not brooding. He's maybe, just trying I to keep it. I he I would, still I would... has love in his heart, he's just trying to avoid it. <laughs> like he lo- he'd really loves hanging out with Star Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would like to see Thor in The Guardians though, in Guardians three or volume two. So are the Holiday special.
0: Maybe. Yeah. That you could definitely happen.
1: have Thor on the holiday special.
0: But yeah, I think because it takes place before the events of Guardians Free, I think. But it's yeah. also canonical, which is gonna be weird. Canonical? Yeah, it's canonical to the story. Like it's an actual canonical oh, right. it's an actual canonical story.
1: I'm looking forward to that. Is it this year? I think so.
0: I think it's it's either, it's it's December this year or next year. But I think yeah. Guardians is next year, but it comes out before, so it's gotta be this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
0: It'll be interesting.
1: I think it's a Disney Plus exclusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not coming to cinemas. It's just coming to Disney. Uh, then, where are we up to? Yeah. Four leaves the Guardians and get some goats. Really fucking annoying goats.
1: I thought they were funny, though, to be honest.
0: I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> but only they got annoying after a certain amount of time.
1: Do you know what like, my favorite scene was? <laughs> this whole film. When, when the they goats... smashed
0: into the moon? Yeah. Yeah, I think they should have died at that moment, and that would have made it all the more better.
1: Did did your whole audience just laugh at that moment? No. So my, my whole cinema just laughed at that moment.
0: Yeah, I I didn't have, but there weren't many laughs. I got I went to um a screening where there were a bunch of teenagers and they clapped at the end of this movie. So I was like, oh great, <laughs> this this type of crowd, and they were they were obnoxious throughout the entire thing. So, oh
1: really? What were they doing?
0: Just laughing like at every stupid thing that happened. Like, proper, like, cackling and stuff like that.
1: I think the only one I actually laughed out loud for was the the goats crashing into the rock. Because I just didn't expect <laughs> it happening.
0: Yeah, I didn't expect it, but I was just like, eh, it was interesting.
1: <laughs> it's my kind of comedy, someone just get, someone just getting hurt or something. And in this case, it was the goats getting hurt. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was great. Uh,
0: but yeah, they didn't... Four sees the message from Sif. Sif tells Four that it's going to Asgard. Then yeah. Gore turns up. Four turns up. Uh, oh, Jane Foster is also dealing with cancer during all of this. We got um Darcy back.
1: Yep, Darcy and Eric.
0: Mm, I like Darcy. Darcy is a great character.
1: Uh, to be fair, even she was serious during the whole thing. She wasn't even joking. Yeah, it.
0: yeah, she wasn't like. Uh, she like was to... making. She was She was making some jokes, but they were also with Jane joking along with it. So yeah, they weren't like. Haha, <laughs> you're dying.
1: Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Darcy's
0: think- the one who tries to get Thor and Jane back to, like, communicating again. Like, she probably, like, kicks the plot forward. Um, And yeah, then Jane gets a, like, message from Mjolnir to come find it, essentially. Which I think was unclear, because, like, it, it was a breeze, and then there was the books and it was just like, ah, okay, here's Mjolnir.
1: Yeah, I wasn't too wasn't a great fan of that scene. I I felt it was too straightforward. I know we yeah. talked before about sort of tension in films and I think that was really missing sort of just a bit of tension.
0: Yeah, it was unclear of, oh, she just looks at some books. I missed the wind the first time as well. So I was just like, oh, yeah. there's just books now and she looks in the books and goes, oh, there's uh, I think she, it would have made more sense if she was looking up, like, Asgardian traditions because of four, then she sees that, then she goes over. I don't know if you need the, like, Mjolnir was calling out to her. I think it, it takes away her agency to do it, if you...
1: Yeah, and I think maybe she should have struggled to activate Mjolnir a little bit.
0: Yeah, because she just basically walks up to it and just goes... And then it just kicks in and then... Yeah. You immediately just cut away, and then she's on the battlefield before mo- four turns up.
1: Imagine if you had a moment of her just sort of like crying because it's not working, and then her just sort of accepting her fate, and then it starts working. Instead of it just working mm. straight away, you just have that moment where it's just like, oh, this isn't working. Yeah. I know you see it in the trailer, but ignore that for now. Like,
0: oh, I didn't see it in the trailer.
1: Or what, having Mjolnir.
0: Oh, no, in. Yeah, I know I saw that. I didn't no, see I mean, her, like, maybe. You know it. you
1: get it eventually. You know she's going to get it eventually, but it would have been mm. better just have a bit of tension in there. Like, saying, oh, what oh, yeah. if she doesn't get it?
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to do pacing and it's like, bleh, skip forward to a bit where she has it.
1: Yeah, I think this film was very rushed. I definitely yeah. could have had an extra half an hour in it.
0: How long is it? It's like two it's hours. Two hours. Yeah, you could have had. Which another is short half an hour. for a Marvel film. Yeah, Doctor Strange is too. I don't get why they're doing, like, two hour things when they're, like, really long stories that. Warrant a lot. Yeah. Doctor Strange is like two hours, isn't it?
1: I think so, yeah. And that could have done me a bit more. And yeah, we have stupid TV shows that are six hours long. I don't tell you anything.
0: 126 minutes, yeah. Two hours, t- six minutes. And how long like... talk I? Oh, fuck me, hang on. Let me Google it. You keep talking.
1: It's getting stupid, honestly. I'd rather have Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Thor as a TV shows and have these TV shows as films. Uh,
0: 40 to 60 minutes per episode. That doesn't help. Uh, Let me just type in that. That doesn't help. <laughs> so, total of four hours and two minutes.
1: So we have four hours and two minutes of Hawkeye. It we is we the shortest of, of
0: the first five Marvel things. So, WandaVision was 4 hours and 30 minutes, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was 4 hours 26 minutes, Loki was 4 hours 8 minutes, What If was 4 hours 9 minutes, and Hawkeye was 4 hours 2 minutes.
1: It's so stupid, I don't understand. Mm. Why are we dragging out stories no one cares about, and then shortening stories people do care about? Um,
0: To make Disney Plus profitable.
1: Yes, I know that's clearly the reason why, but still, it's annoying, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. I look. I watch all of this shit, and I'm getting tired of some of it as well. Yeah,
1: I know. Like, I used to be a huge advocate of Marvel, and now I'm yeah. just like, no, I don't want. Do you how know how long it's been since I'm more looking forward to non-Superhero films?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Because... I mean, I've. I, I'm. I'm kind of lo- looking. Well. I'm not at the moment. I was... The, the most excited I was looking forward to a superhero film was the Batman. Yeah. And that did live up.
1: It did, luckily. Yeah. But it's DC uh, stuff. It's only DC stuff at the moment.
0: No, I'm not looking forward to Black Adam. Oh yeah, i might
1: actually thinking it's going to be alright.
0: I'm looking forward to everything else except The Rock being in that movie. <laughs> Which sucks, because, because it's The Rock.
1: Like, doc- the Doctor Fate, Pierce Brosnan looks fantastic.
0: The little Adam guy looks cool as well. Yeah. Uh, Hawkman looks cool. Everything else in that movie looks awesome. I just don't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so I'm like, fuck.
1: To be Why honest, his acting actually looks a lot better in that film than I've seen in other films. <sighs> it's just because he... You don't... You just... never know. You, might, you may have... I might a, enjoy it. Uh, Look, I, I will situation.
0: go in... I, I was... I... there. No. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to enjoy Miss Marvel, but I didn't hate it, so... That's a positive. We'll do that review soon. Um, but yeah, back on track. Yeah, after our sidetrack of how long everything is. Uh, yeah, just give us thirty more minutes of gore killing people because that would have been so much more interesting than some of the things that we got. I like, think I don't every,
1: need probably every th- other scene cut or every time we we change destination. At that point, you do a scene of th- uh, gore killing somebody.
0: Yeah, or just do a montage. Of him just taking down some gods like maybe not a of montage have, but i well, reckon no, instead of instead no that would have fit this movie perfectly because it's I all suppose just, it probably would have instead of having the screen where the guardians is you have that and then you cut to all of the screens watching gore murder all of them
1: yeah, yeah and then you good. just
0: have this like you have the screen cut out it goes in through the screen and then you get the rest of the scene behind what that screen shows and then you cap back, and you, or you just have one scene where he kills someone. Because that was the thing, I was just like, I was sat there, waiting for the god butcher to kill someone other than the first god that he killed. Like, I don't even know if he killed the flowers. Like,
1: That's true, you only see him kill one god.
0: Yeah, you only see him kill one god. You don't see him kill the flowers, you don't see him kill the other things in that bush, and then all of the other ones are off-screen kills.
1: But do you There's think any like, of the scenes were cut? I don't know. Maybe
0: they might have been too much CGI, and Marvel might be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we can't do it." Like, I imagine.
1: Yeah, because I, I feel like Taika wouldn't have done that. I like, compare it to yeah. what we saw, Helen Thor Ragnarok, where she literally murders everyone. Yeah, and we see it. We have so much screen time with her. Yeah. Why do we have that with Gore? That's what I don't understand.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Like, I like the moment where he snaps that weird, like, shadow creature's head off in front of the children. I really love what we
1: had of Gore. I think yeah. it was fantastic. It was eerie as hell. Like it's so menacing acting. I think um, Christian Bale did a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, he's like he... creepy, unhinged psychopath. Yeah, and then he's got the nice, sweet moments where he's like, "Ah, oh, I love my daughter," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, so sad."
1: Yeah, I think that, that, that. I think that's the most annoying thing: just lack of stuff and. Maybe Whereas they
0: filled it with other stuff that.
1: But that, I enjoyed that... the plot.
0: I know. I like the plot. Like, I think it worked well. I don't. I don't know if I care about the kids at all, or like um, Heimdall's son having god eyeball powers. I, I mean, thought was...
1: he was going to get Stormbreaker. No,
0: no, no.
1: Because Heimdall has the Bifrost, right? So I yeah, thought... but there's
0: still the sword. I think, isn't
1: there? I don't know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's not. It's not on Asgard. No. Nah.
0: But it was in uh, Thanos' ship. The last we saw it, so it's probably just floating through space, unless Thor picked it up. So you could still have. Maybe it's the remnants of a necro sword.
1: <sighs> well, they clearly hint at Thor five. Mm. It, well, that they looks say he like. Return.
0: Huh? Well, they say it returns anyway. They, they'll he'll return. At yeah, the
1: end. yeah. So maybe Thor five will be better. But I'm just just dis- because Gore's such a good villain. <laughs> yeah. Sad he's dead. Yeah.
0: I'm sad he didn't kill all the gods. Which would have been funny because they would have laughed if, um... Because in the first four, he says... that uh Odin says that they're not gods. Because they live, they breathe, and they die. Hmm. And then it would have been funny if uh Gore wished them all dead. And they were just not dead because they aren't gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just other alien races. <laughs> they're not gods. They're just, like, aliens that people perceive as gods. So that would have been real funny if that happened. Um... Or that they uh, Chris Hemsworth managed to get Natalie Portman back because that would have been sick. But then I guess you can't have the magic cure for cancer be a wish, <laughs> yeah, because that kind of really would rub a lot of people the wrong way. I imagine. Oh, they cu- cured cancer in the MCU. You got a wish. Why didn't fourth wish for everyone to get can- like get rid of cancer? Yeah,
1: I suppose it wouldn't have worked, would it? Just to save that nah.
0: but ah. Uh shit, I really want Natalie Portman to not have cancer, but I guess I'll have to wish for everyone to not get cancer, or otherwise I'll get cancelled on Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was, I like the scenes where she dropped the hammer. I fucking it's...
0: love her scenes where, yeah, that those scenes are good, where she's in the bathroom and she drops it, and it just crashes on the ground, and then you just see the disheveled, like, real version of her. Yeah. I also think that hammer is badass when it splits in half. It's so
1: cool. And like, I love that Thor's split... got that <laughs>
0: Yeah, whenever that splits off and it just cracks, and I think the I think the joke where the Stormbreaker's is jealous is good. <laughs>
1: <It just> seemed... <laughs> I love that, just sort of flipping in like a jealous ex. Yeah, what like a jealous partner and... now. It's Which I don't
0: true. know if it makes sense because Stormbreaker was perfectly fine with Thor using uh, his hammer when they were fighting Thanos.
1: I think it's not actually Stormbreaker. I think it's more just Thor's mind because Thor summons it. Maybe. So I think it's Thor just actually doing it but subconsciously because he feels guilty about his hammer or something Mm. and the hammer's not actually alive I don't think. I could be getting that wrong
0: Well it is organic because it's part of Groot That's true. Maybe Groot's fucking with four.
1: Because he planted it in the soil and it did actually grow roots
0: I don't know if I like the scene where he flies on it like a broom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, that's
1: that's an inch.
0: I like like it's funny, but I'm just like, oh, okay. That was <laughs> random.
1: It's a bit much, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I think yeah, I think the Bifrost thing where Thor like crashes through the roof and um doesn't like manage to Bifrost uh is probably just his subconscious not working properly. So it's not stormbreaker, it's just him. Like not being able to channel it—that's why you need the boat. Channel yeah, thing. I think
1: it's his mind; he can't focus on it. Yeah,
0: because he's—he's like, oh fuck,
1: Nelly Portman's here. She's banging. I wanna, I wanna I get. I think back. they're both pretty cool, by the way. Like, yeah, she's really—I've spitz-
0: really—I've really enjoyed Nelly Portman being back. Like, she actually did a lot of cool shit, like the fight with the like that first moment where you see those the stormbreaker, uh, not stormbreaker, Mjolnir split. And just all those shards just crash through those monsters and just tear it apart. That was so badass. It's so cool. And then again, when they're fighting the gods in um or the guards in um Omnipotent City or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, that that's also cool. And then when she uh, grabs all the pieces of the sword with the hammer and then crashes it. Ah, she's she's got badass moments.
1: I think I enjoyed most, if not all, the Jane Foster and Thor interactions.
0: Yeah. Especially the flashback stuff where you actually see their relationship, yeah, and you see how they made four uh, maybe secretly imbue it or like unintentionally imbue Mjolnir to protect Jane, yeah. Which, if you think about it logically, is kind of like, oh, you're destroying her cancer treatment, Mjolnir, so you're not protecting. Her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to do what you think is right, Mjolnir, but you're fucking it up. Well, if I think she just... no,
1: but she, she was dying anyway. That's what Eric said. It's, the cure's not working. Yeah, but so it's it also wouldn't make like, a difference.
0: But... Oh no, no, she was gonna die regardless. But yeah, no, that that moments are good. Um, Valkyrie still badass. Love her. I like the moment where she's on the uh, podium stand thing and she kisses that random god waitress lady's hand. She's just like gonna come back for you later. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I liked how they um played. Sort of more more um, tribute to what happened in Thor Ragnarok, where she lost her girlfriend and her sisters. Yeah, that
0: moment was generally quite uh, emotional, where, like, Valkyrie's, like, Gore's like, just telling her about her past and just saying how the gods failed her and how, like... I thought there was going to be a moment, though, where, like, the... Because the, the... I thought the kids were going to turn on at Thor at some point, because I thought, like, oh, the Gorr's made a good point to the kids, like... And then the kids like turn because they're corrupted slowly and four's got to break them out. And that's how they cure it. But now it's just, he gives them the power of four somehow using Zeus's lightning bolt. Which I
1: I know it's stupid, but I did enjoy it. It
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm one of those people who I don't care that technically it could break all of the logic of end game. Like why didn't four give everyone the power of him in the end game battle? it's like, well, you could just say it's the Zeus lightning bolt. He channeled it through that. And because that's like the one true God.
1: I'm pretty sure that is how he did it because it's yellow.
0: Well, yeah, he channels it through the lightning bolt because he doesn't have Mjolnir or Stormbreaker at that moment. Because Stormbreaker is at the Bifrost and Mjolnir is Jane Foster. So he doesn't have any weapon except for the uh, Zeus's lightning bolt. And so also he's technically Odin at this point. So whereas... I guess he's technically Odin in Endgame, but he was an emotional wreck, so he probably wasn't capable of doing it, even if he wanted to. Yeah. Because he still wasn't technically cured of his depression and stuff like that. So, like, there's there's reasons why it works, but if you want to get all technical about it, yeah, he technically could have given the Avengers the power of gods, but he does, technically, because Captain America gets the power of god when he uh, fights Thanos with Mjolnir, so...
1: I know it's a connected universe but it's getting so big now I think we just need to ignore the plot holes or the things these films create. Oh, it's yeah, too like, much. Like, you, can't, yeah. you can't just have like, oh, what if this? It, it doesn't matter. This is a film, right? Yeah,
0: like, Oh, the Bifrost universe. is technically the entrance to eternity. Well, how come no one's ever been there before because the Bifrost existed? Well, because it's not in a, a metal axe that has the power to channel the Bifrost. It's been in one location and it it only goes to locations. It doesn't open the Bifrost door on because it's like a charging pad, basically.
1: Yeah. Also, this is a standalone film. Yeah. With it's Guardians. not like it. It's meant to be like the next step or story or whatever. It's not like continuation. It's it's a new thing. Just yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop with this.
0: Like it's like Star Wars fans. It's like oh, if one thing changes, it, it's like oh, it breaks everything. It breaks all the canon. No, they've just written a new canon.
1: Only time I do agree with it sort of backtracking is in TV shows where it's continuation on series. Because I would, when you have multiple series, I consider them all as the same thing. Yeah. You are continuing the story. And if you have a later part of that story that contradicts us, the original the, the story, then I have a problem with it. But if it's separate films or separate TV shows, with... then just ignore it. Yeah. Like just, just like, have fun with the film. Yeah. You don't need to, doesn't need to be a good film for you to enjoy it.
0: Or you could just read the Wikipedia article, and it has all the plot details there for you. If you that hate is movies true. that, that much.
1: <laughs> and um, well, I want to. Why would come towards the end? Let's talk about the end of the um, of the end of the film. Yes. So, no, Gore's sort of saying that he wants to kill all gods because he's got nothing else to live for, and
0: also because of the sword.
1: <laughs> also, because the sword. But the and... sword's
0: been broken, and he still wants to do it. Yeah. Because he's got nothing else.
1: And they, and they said, well, "Why don't you bring your daughter back to life?" And. He said, well, I'm dying. Got no-, no one to look after her.
0: I do like the moment where he just basically, uh, for basically just says, well, look, you've won. I can't do anything. You can either fight for love or revenge, basically. And I'm not going to spend my last moments with you. I'm going to go spend them with the person I love. And you can do the same. Yeah. he's dying. I don't think it's kind of weird that he goes,
1: oh, I'm dying.
0: <laughs> like he didn't realize he was dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it just it just kind of goes oh shit I'm dying fuck I gotta go get my
1: daughter back I don't think that's quite quite what he meant I think it kind of but... yeah
0: it's just like ah oh, shit I've I just think you just try and say look I am dying here it doesn't yeah. matter but yeah and but I do like the spend your last fact we now
1: have young Thor
0: uh, basically a god basically with the god, powers yeah. of eternity in a small child
1: <laughs> yes and I love that he gave her a stormbreaker like a yeah. giant axe the size of her.
0: Well, he was never not worthy of carrying Mjolnir. It's just he didn't have the power to summon it at that point. Well, I, I just
1: know. thought it was funny how he gave it—he gave her the massive one. Oh and yeah, the yeah, small yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, well, he's always loved Mjolnir. He's never not gonna. Yeah, love that's true. Him. Yeah,
1: he loves—he loves his hammer. Yeah. And I enjoy the interaction. I enjoy the interaction between Gorr's kid and Thor.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's him and his daughter in real life.
1: Oh, obviously, but and in the film.
0: Yeah. I I wonder if they're gonna keep that makeup on that hammer. No, they won't. They should though. I hope it's so... if they continuity wise kept it because they say oh that's never coming off and then they never take it off and in every movie like afterwards in the-, the most serious scene where they're trying to break in um fuck what's his name uh the one above all no um fuck uh kang kang the conqueror's skull oh yeah yeah and they uh just have force hammer still have their stupid face on it, <laughs> like just as they're like for smashing in Kang's skull or something. They just have that like stupid face still there. That'd be funny as fuck.
1: I think that's it. Everything to talk about? Maybe the music.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I've seen a few complaints online saying Guns and Roses was played too many times. Well, it's and his I'm theme like...
0: at this point. It's like Iron Man's theme being um I am uh, the Iron Man. Well, my point thing. was.
1: Well, what about Led Zeppelin in Ragnarok? Yeah, that was also played many times, but no one seemed to care then.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's just the theme music for the character at that point. Yeah, well, I don't like, mind.
1: A, it. I was fine with it.
0: Yeah, it didn't bother me. I just, I don't, I don't think it was as memorable as. um...
1: Yeah, I don't think the music in this was as good. I think the musical score was quite low. Oh, we never spoke about the fight in the Shadow Dimension. Oh boy, talk about that now.
0: I liked it. I like that visual. I like the Jane Foster's hammer, like produces the light.
1: Yeah, all the, the lightning, then, the, all in, from all three of the things. Yeah, make, make like, light. Yeah. Um That was all very well done. A bit I, of exposition. I, don't, I
0: don't get why there were like little plastic f- wool, walls and shit. Like that that set looked really weird. Like when they're walking through that building and it's just like big hanging plastic sheets. I'm just like, oh, this is clearly shot on like a budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like we're on this rock planet inside a like dark dimension, which again People pointed this out. They could have made a Yu-Gi-Oh joke, because, or like it's, it's. I think it's the Shadow Realm, and the Shadow Realm is a Yu-Gi-Oh thing, where okay. all the yeah. They should have, they should have done a Yu-Gi-Oh joke.
1: I've also seen some people complaining about why didn't Thor defeat Gore here because he had all three weapons. But then my argument to that is, is because he's in the shadow dimension where he's most. Yeah, powerful. they literally,
0: they literally stated he's more powerful in there than he is outside of it. So.
1: Yeah, they wanted an army of the gods. The gods refused. So they, they did what the best they could, which wasn't enough. Which I liked yeah. because it adds tension to the story.
0: Yeah, except when Valkyrie gets stabbed and she doesn't die, and you're like, ah, plot armor, eh?
1: Yeah, well, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. If you didn't expect Prama to exist, what did you think? If you, anyone who gets stabbed in Marvel tends to not die.
0: Unless the plot demands that they do.
1: Think back, because I can't think of a single person who died from a stab wound. Even Phil Coulson came back to life.
0: True, yeah. Um, any henchman.
1: <laughs> any henchman. <laughs> yeah, it's the only ones. Everyone else comes back to life.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, I like that fight. That it was a cool fight. I just think the set that they were on is kind of just weird. Also, were, I don't know There were why... a lot of
1: cool visuals. Yeah, I especially like the scene when they were on the boat looking out into space and they saw the um the star, space dolphins, dolphins space dolphin, That's the one. I enjoyed that. It was nice. Yeah.
0: And they had a nice moment where Jane Foster tells Thor about her cancer, and they're like, "Ah, fuck, I want to be um, uh, fuck, what was it?" I want to it feel was, shitty. Yeah, I want to feel shitty with you.
1: And of that. I don't like, know what? Understand what this means, but it's what Star-Lord said.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed he didn't say that to Gore. Like, you, that whole speech to Gore, and that would have been the end, and I'd just be like, oh, God, no, that would have been horrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would not have been good. It would have been funny, do, but I, not good.
0: I, yeah, I do really enjoy... Uh, well, I don't enjoy it, but I think it's a really well-done scene uh, where Thor and Jane are in the hospital, and Jane's, like, after the fight with Gore, and she's basically, if she uses Stormbreaker one more time, she's going to die, essentially. Well, not Stormbreaker, Mjolnir. Um, And they're just basically, Thor's basically just going, well, I don't want you to die. I want you to be back here for when I come back, and I want to actually give this a go. And, like, if you pick up that hammer again, we can't be a thing, because you will die. And then she comes and saves him. Like, it's a nice moment.
1: It is really nice and it's very sentimental which I once again I don't really feel for the emotional beats from most Marvel films no nah, thing just I did like Hemsworth about that man. was the vending machine scene because I was like oh, Thor really never seen a vending machine before
0: yeah it's like oh a fridge with no door I'm like there is a door that's like, how you get the items in the...
1: you could still have a similar thing with him getting angry at it yeah because it's a quite he's quite emotional now anyway you just say oh it wasn't working so he just smashed it and took the whole thing out yeah
0: you don't but, you don't need yeah. It's it's the tone issue. I think this one wasn't handled as great as the other one. Yeah. Like there's there's a less balancing act between the jokes. And I think there was apparently an interview where Chris Hemworth basically said that the story was um cut out to make more jokes. Oh really? Apparently. I, I saw like an interview saying that sort of something where Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi were talking about it and they said, oh yeah, some of the story was cut out so that we could do more jokes and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, okay. I like, imagine I that's get...
1: mainly at the beginning.
0: Maybe. It's, it does get serious a bit.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I, it's think...
0: Just got, I think you've just got to, either, you're either on, like, okay, I will say this. If you're on board for the Child Army, that is probably the breaking point for most people. Yeah. like Like, if you're not in for that, that's going to be the point where I think you just zone out of this movie and you just give up. Whereas if you're okay with the child army, then this movie will end perfectly fine for you. But I think if you're not a fan of the child army, then this movie won't do it for you. And also if you get hung up about visual effects being iffy.
1: Yeah. But Uh, hey, I think... um...
0: I think... I think This is the thing that I always find weird about people who complain about the visual effects. Like, if the visual effects are bad, but the story is good... You can get over it, but people get hung up on the visual effects and then think the story isn't good because of that. Like, there are really shit movies with terrible CGI, but they're still great. Like the rich like the prequels are fun. Um, early like like a lot of early movies, the visuals are like absolute garbage, but they're still fun movies to watch because the stories.
1: You can have the other way around and have fantastic really visuals. Imp- and a mediocre story. <laughs> Avatar. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, Avatar, yes. Um. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, like, visuals aren't everything, but they do help. And if you get, like, a perfect film where all the visuals work perfectly and the story is good, that's a good movie. But it doesn't make it a... look. It could be a mediocre CGI and mediocre film. Like Yeah,
1: I think people are too demanding. That's what it is.
0: I think mean, Marvel's a lot demanding as well.
1: Marvel was the fantasy demanding, and I think the fans as well. I, I, think
0: I do think Marvel needs to maybe only release, like, two TV shows a year. Not four, five.
1: Yes, because nobody cares about this many. You don't need to do them all.
0: It also then gives you more time to, like, actually plan the story. <laughs> Cause what the, was the first
1: that... Marvel show this year? Was it Ms. Marvel or something else before this?
0: Moon Knight, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, Moon Knight.
0: I think Moon Knight, then Ms. Marvel. Then it's... Well, Hawkeye technically co- came into the... Well, no, they. yeah, they, it finished around Christmas time. So,
1: However, I think the unfortunate thing is, how are Marvel going to learn from this? Do they actually look at the criticism, or do they just look at the numbers?
0: Well, the issue with this whole thing is that it's the same with DC, um, because DC's in the situation where they're trying to transition away from the Zack Snyder universe, and they've already pre-productioned a lot of stuff. But then everyone hates that pre-production stuff or it's got terrible actors in it like Ezra Miller's being horrible and shitty and everything like that. Um, but they've still got those movies pre-produced or in development. or Like when um, Josh Whedon who was going to do a Batgirl movie uh, they had to cancel that because Josh Whedon got cancelled. Ezra Miller's now getting cancelled. Uh, Amber Heard's getting cancelled. Uh, all of this stuff... And this is the problem of trying to build a universe (laughs) five years, ten years down the line. If someone does something wrong and you've built your entire universe around that character, then you have the problem of, oh, how do we change this? We've got so many cogs in the wheel and this person is so important that we need them. Um, Whereas Marvel's issue is more or less they've got everything planned, but they're now stretching everything too thin. (laughs) But they can't yeah. change course because otherwise they have to slow everything down. But they need to ramp it up because they need the hype train to keep going. But I think people are getting tired because of how how fast this train is going.
1: <laughs> I think Disney Plus has enough content now. So I think after phase four, in phase five, just slow it right down. I'm fine with it being two films and two TV shows a year. I think that's also that is... don't
0: overlap your shows. Because Miss Marvel got fucking tanked in ratings because it was trying to compete with Obi Wan and the boys and that, everything yeah. and it's just like well what what's your priority Marvel if you're gonna do this at least spread it out so your content actually is spread out not overlapping cause like
1: it's so unfortunate because it could be so much better and the oh, story yeah. you can see the story is so good mm. and then you're just missing that extra bit that's the easy bit you're missing the easy bit yeah. you've done the hard bit yeah, like writing a good story is so much harder than visual effects or art or just acting
0: well I know Marvel because Marvel does the end fights because they have to plan all of this years in advance so that they can get it all done for the deadline um, whereas I think now they're probably in a situation where they haven't got like two years to do it they've got a year to do it or something stupid like that probably because cause I, I think because I watched the Doctor Strange behind the scenes thing and apparently they wrote the script for Doctor Strange and then COVID hit and they completely threw out the script that they would had and rewrote it um, to like include once they knew that Sam Raimi was going to do it um, to include a bunch of other stuff to do it so that it would fit Sam Raimi's style better but it's just like that was like and they said that they had like a two three week period to turn that out like, that script. Mm. And normally scripts take years or, like, months to do, but they had to do it in, like, three months. So the turnaround on these things is crazy. But you yeah. never
1: know. It, it may who get wrote known? the story? I played the
0: Taika and Jennifer Caitlin Robinson. Someone great. Most yeah, she's not done a lot. <laughs> Interesting. I can't remember who it is, but uh, I want to know who did the writing on Doctor Strange, because he did, like, WandaVision and stuff. Michael Waldron. He do- he's written a lot of stuff on the Disney side at the moment because he did Loki as well. And He did the more, um, yeah. So he seems interesting. But yeah, that, I think that's that- that's four really.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. I- I've got nothing else to talk about.
0: I'm trying to think. Oh, cre- end credits. We we spoke briefly about them, but we had Hercules and Zeus turn up because yeah, Zeus Hercules isn't could be dead.
1: Good- Hercules gonna be good. I think he. It seems a bit more of a serious villain.
0: Yeah, but they'll probably make him jokey
1: maybe although there's been a quite bit of backlash from this film so maybe not
0: yeah uh and yeah then i would spoke about her, uh the end credit of jane foster turning up in valhalla which is a yeah. nice moment but technically she didn't die in battle she died after the battle so by fool's logic she shouldn't turn up in valhalla so or maybe he just lied to lady sif <laughs> or maybe he lied to lady sif and she just she d- didn't die for no reason. I glad to see- I'm glad to see her back, but I'm I'm sad she didn't join the crew of, like, fighting people. But she'd lost an arm, and I guess that's justification enough to not have her in the movie, even though she was still badass and could have fought with one arm. Also, I'm a little sad they didn't cut a four's arm, because then they could have had the, like, four with the destroyer armor arm. Ah, yes. Because that would have been sick. Maybe they'll give it to uh, Lady Sif. Just have Lady Sif with a destroyer armor arm destroy our armor arm is a fucking horrible sentence to say armor arm
1: i think you should end it
0: no, <laughs> end no, the podcast never. no see i don't think that's gonna stay in but if i did leave it in there was about 20 second pause there whilst i waited for my dan to question reality um as i try to end this podcast.
1: While we're doing this podcast episode, I'm pretty sure it's like 35 degrees in my room. I'm sweating. I just want to get off my computer and I'm waiting for this man to finish the podcast episode.
0: Yeah, it's very warm in the UK. Um, So, going to an air-conditioned cinema is a nice change of pace. Finish the episode! (laughs) Anyway, that's been 4. The 4-4 movie. I watched it in Cinema Screen 4. May the force be with you.
1: We'll see you next
0: time. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) So anyway, I'll continue going on with this podcast for another 20 minutes whilst Dan slowly loses his mind. Uh, Goodbye.